Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's the one and only view the Gorilla Economist, and I'm with my main man, El Cuco, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News and every single podcasting app and platform out there. The links are all in the description box. We're even on iTunes and Google Podcasts as well, so go check it out. If you have your iPhone or if you have an Android device, you can download us there as well. Um, and also check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com. Folks, this is going to be your last few days to get that 25% off. So make sure you go there and type in Rogue25 at checkout. Get your 25% off. It is the best time now to get the absolute best tasting, highest efficacy, cleanest, leanest, meanest CBD products out there. So go check it out, mycbdedibles.com. And with that being said, El Cuco, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, brother? Doing doing great. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. And it feels like Monday. I'm so groggy and tired, man. Jesus Christ, dude. It's just never ending. The week kind of, yeah, it just kind of like it started out kind of fast and then and then it kind of, you know, it was dragged on and now we're here Friday. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little bit tired too, bro. Feeling a little bit tired. The weather doesn't help, see. It's been like it's like we're living oh, in shitty Seattle. weather. Shitty. It's shitty. It's just rain every single day. Every other yeah, it's just I'm tired of today's rain and cloudy. I'm getting I'm getting seasonal depression already. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's a, and that's a good reminder to everyone to start, you know, really heavy dosing up on on vitamin D. Uh, oh right hell now. yeah! You know, just you know, if you if you if you stop, well, there's during no the more summer, flu anymore, Siege. You know, right? There's no more flu. Yeah, the yeah. flu's gone, bro. It's 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 the coof. The coof has replaced flu. It's replaced everything. Everything. And like you, you you die tomorrow of a gunshot. You didn't die of a gunshot. You died of the coof. <laughs> amazing. I love it. What a time we live in. Yeah, shout out to all those in the chat room. I had I had an opportunity this morning to bounce over to Hobo Sermons and checked out some of his live stream with some some really good tunes. He was rocking out. Uh, so shout out to him. Yeah, he played played some really good tunes. You know, he he listen. Bix Weir has absolutely nothing on Hobo. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like uh, <Hobo>. yeah. <laughs> Bix. You know, I'm not mad at you, Bix. I'm not mad at you, but I'm just saying that you should listen to Hobo sometimes as well. He's he's a really good artist uh, performer. So. I don't know. I'm hearing something. I hear. I heard it as well. 
maybe something check your phone yeah it was my phone my phone was like playing youtube in the background you know <laughs> it's, it's so funny you say you know what it, it's weird because it was like two thirty, two thirty in the morning three in the morning and and uh, my wife woke me up she goes carlos she's like jumps what's that noise what's that playing and i'm like i don't know it sounds like i don't know is one of the kids still awake or something she's like no, I still hear it. it. It sounds like it's getting louder. It was my damn phone. It was down on the couch. And it was some bit YouTube thing that I was watching. It was still rolling. <laughs> it was like blaring through. I don't I don't know why, but yeah. That's yeah. funny. That's yeah, funny. It does, it does happen. It does, man. Siege, what do you want to get into today, man? I'm legging it, bro. I'm low energy Jeb today, bro. I'm low energy low, Jeb. Low energy Jeb. Well, I'll tell you a couple of things to, to start out. Uh, one, I you know you know how Velas always on Friday kind of goes over the wins, which I which I think is good because we yeah. need to be reminded sometimes as crazy as things are that we we truly are winning, and so so a couple of things like one of the really interesting conversations a podcast and I can't remember who his guest was but uh, Rogan had someone on and he said something really interesting. He said I'm I'm optimistic and 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 I and I know that we're winning, and how I know that we're winning is when two guys can sit around and drink whiskey smoke pot and have a, a have a more of a following and and a lot larger audience than mainstream media <laughs> yeah and, and and that's so true like when when two guys can have like a three or four hour conversation and, and just be sitting there back and forth and have uh, i don't want to use the word influence but i guess you could you could add that into the mix in terms of the influence and 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 the reach and actually you you kind of know that 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 despite all the algorithms and everything that that the the tech giants are attempting to do to make us feel that we're losing I, I think I think we are winning I think we truly are and and there's there's reason to stay you know optimistic um so 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 keep that in mind and then point number two was was this just came up V I didn't have time to put it in in an email to you but uh the Biden administration did get a huge blow to their mandate in regards to the military and this yeah. just came across the wire. So this is a huge win. A district court just has issued a temporary restraining order blocking the Biden administration from mandating that civilian and active duty military members are required to get vaccinated. District Judge Colleen Collar Colley's temporarily restraining order prevents both civilian and active duty military plaintiffs from being terminated after they sued the Biden administration over religious exemptions to COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, basically went on to say that uh, none of the civilian employee plaintiffs will be subject to discipline while while his or her, her request for religious exemption is pending. And so, again, you know, this is this is this is a good good win. Um, I, I, I think that this may lay the groundwork for other uh, judges to to side with people, with groups, with organizations uh, in regards to these mandates. Now, certain states, you know, you know, New York, be you know, they, they I think they did reject the the firefighters and a lot of the first responders, but you know, that's bound to happen out of that, that district precinct. What is it? Number nine precinct nine or whatever it is. So huge win. And so I'm happy for our, our military uh, veterans um, that they, they won't be terminated anything like that or face any type of, of um, blowback in regards to refusing the, the jab. Yeah, exactly. Correct. I mean, um, <clears throat> they play their cards to heavy siege. These Democrats, the establishment, the corporate lackeys, the Silicon Valley oligarchs, they play their hand a little too strong. And I would expect nothing less from this generation of near-do-wells. I wouldn't expect anything less from those who took the torch 
from the original Deep Staters, the probably the coolest crew, you know, back in the guys who were running operations in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and 80s. I mean, my God. Now, that Deep State was pretty damn slick. And also, that Deep State didn't have to do, you know, they didn't have to deal with the ubiquitous internet that we have today, the smartphones, the cameras, the internet forums, the the global consciousness, the global informational awareness that we have today. So they were able to get away with things. The morons today have completely overplayed their hands. And in doing so, they have exposed themselves for who they are. They've exposed themselves that these are satanic control freaks. They've exposed themselves as absolute tyrannical psychopaths. And now the line is very clear, Siege. It's no longer football issues that are dividing Americans. And what I mean by that is like gay marriage, taxes, you know, stupid stuff like that. What's now dividing Americans is like, holy crap, these people are sick. Holy crap, these people are maniacal. They want to lock us down, lock us up. These people want to ramrod doctrines and and, 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 and ideals and ideas down our kids' throats. They want literally want to brainwash a generation. And what it has done for the first time is that we are up in arms. And I'm not talking about in the physical sense in terms of firearms. I'm just talking about people are right now. They're not putting up with this crap. And I think that the school boards is the first step forward. That's our shot that that was heard in Lexington. That was the shot heard in Concord. That was the shot heard at Fort Sumter. It's the school boards. It's the fact that you have this whole Loudoun County, Virginia nonsense that that has spiraled and ballooned. Because think about it, it's it's uh, dude, it's not cool. There's not a parent out there that says, you know, what's cool. For a boy to put on a skirt and go into a, 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 a girl's bathroom, leading to not one but two assaults in two schools, not one but two schools. Then on top of that, the politically out of touch demon crafts, that moron, Terry McAuliffe, which is who is now deadlocked in a gubernatorial race. McAuliffe coming out and saying, hey, you know what? Uh, it's not the parents business with school administrators teach their kids. Ah, wrong idea, Terry. Exposed himself for who for the tyrant he is. Then you have Obama coming down there saying, it's just a vast right conspiracy. That's all it is. It's, uh, this whole thing that's happening in the school boards is just, uh, you know, just a conspiracy. It's not. It's reality. And this time, Unlike the football issues that many Americans kick uh, kick about back and forth, they're not backing down. This time, they're looking at it. This time, the battle lines are being drawn. And folks, people are getting pissed at an alarm rate. See, I just saw the recent numbers that are coming out from polls like Rasmussen and whatnot that are showing polling data, not from Democrats or registered Republicans or anything like that, but from people who are independents. And a lot of polling, old Joe boy, is in the low 30s or high 20s. That's a God honest truth. 
Currently right now, 42% of independents, plus or minus 5%, say this guy's doing a terrible job. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not doing a terrible job, but that that his presidency is illegitimate. There's no way, and we all know this, it's mathematically impossible that this this a-hole is sitting in the White House. Mathematically impossible what happened on November 3rd, 2020. But one thing I am grateful for for this idiot is that he, being the bumbling, stumbling fool and his crackhead son who thinks he's Picasso, has exposed the entire system in such a way that we stand here flabbergasted. We know who all the players are now, Siege. The American public knows who it is that needs to be removed. Now the question becomes, do they have the guts? And I think they do. They have the fire in their bellies. Will they do it? We're going to find out, Siege. We're going to find out come Tuesday when that gubernatorial race where they said in in, in the 2020 election, they said that the Democrats won Virginia by 10 points. We're about to find, and now they're in a dead even, dead heat. We're going to find out Tuesday if Americans still have balls. Or we're going to see in the middle of the night siege, black containers pulled up from underneath tables <laughs> at 2 a.m. when they stop counting at 6 p.m. And then 2 a.m., these black containers are pulled out Ballots and ballots are put on there, and 99% of those ballots, they all, they all go for Terry McAuliffe. Well, look at that. 300,000 votes. And the next thing you know, that there are more voters. There's more votes counted in Virginia than there are voters. Amazing. We're about to find out, but you want to know something? The world is watching. And you want to know something else? The country is watching. Virginians, real Virginians, not these, uh, not these sheep-dipped, corrupt, D.C. lobbying, D.C. salivating psychophants who live in Richmond and whatnot. No, no. Real Virginians are watching, and they are pissed, Siege. Yeah, you're exactly right, V. You know, numerous things that are that are driving that, right? Not only not only on top of the, the entire energy thing in terms of the, the attacks on coal, we, you know, the, the disconnect that's there when you witness someone like Biden you know, travel there and, and literally say that the economy is 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 running on all six cylinders. Everything's going in the right direction. You know, a huge disconnect from what people are actually feeling and see, seeing right now. V just an absolute huge disconnect. I think the thing that really pushed it over, I think that's going to resonate with the voters there, was the entire attempt by the DOJ, you know, under Garland, oh, yeah. to intimidate uh, parents. You know that people are not tolerating that, and people need to understand. You know what's what's driving that, and what's driving that is the fact that you're dealing with the multitude of different corruptions, laws being violated, and the the most people see no justice the justice that's taking place at all with that. You know we're seeing now the minority attempt to become the majority with some of those social issues, and and parents are fighting back. And when you witness a DOJ for absolutely no reason, because I can't remember what's called the governing board of, of school boards. It's some type of national organization, you know, send a letter to, to the AG's office and said, Hey, you know, there's, there's basically parents who are, who are, are out and they're going to some of the school board members homes and 
you know, we're afraid of, of, of violence, you know, like no examples, right? Like when Garland was testifying on the Hill this past week, he could give no examples. You can't, you can, you can Google and you can't find any real examples of that taking place. But yet the DOJ is going to label parents as potential domestic terrorists. You know, that's something that people are not going to stand for. You know, what happened with with the BLM riots, with the things that we witnessed a couple of summers ago? Did the DOJ step in and, and label them as domestic ter- terrorists? We didn't see anything, V. So so I think that's the level that people are being frustrated. It even got to the point with the uh, the National Board of, of School Boards, whatever it's called. Yeah. They even actually rescinded their letter to the DOJ. They were like, hey, you know what? Never mind. That was a bad idea. We, we didn't realize you were going to do this. And now you have many, many school districts across the United States who are saying, you know what, we're removing our membership from that national organization because we we don't we don't believe that the DOJ is being leveraged to this manner. That's that's the point of frustration that people are at. And and we're seeing another perfect example be with the, the January 6th, right? The January 6th uh, event that took place where. The uh, Democrats are wanting to have a whole investigation saying that the people that took place in this January 6th insurrection are, are domestic terrorists. And there's a lot of information that's forthcoming, V, in regards to what did the FBI know? Who were the uh, instigators that provoked this? And and I hope he does it. Uh, rumor is that Tucker Carlson is working on like a basically like a little expose or documentary in regards to. Uh, the January 6th events, but he was this individual. I got the article up on the screen. Hopefully it's there right now. Uh, this is from the revolver. V, thank you for pointing uh, to this because I'm I'm loving this site as well. But there's actually an individual V. I'm, have you seen the video yet? The video of this this individual that's basically, Ray Epps. Yeah. Have you oh, seen? let's play it, baby. OK, so so let's let's start with this in regards to this Ray Epps character. And I believe that they were allowed to play the video uh, in regards to agents federal agents who were involved and he refused to answer any questions in regard to this so uh, here we go here's from uh, thomas massey there were agents of the government or assets of the government present on january 5th and january 6th uh, during the protests and uh, i've got some pictures that i want to show you if the uh, staff could bring those to you um I'm afraid I can't see that at all. Is that a video? All right, you have you have those images there, and they're captioned. Uh, they were from January fifth and January sixth. As far as we can determine, the individual who was saying he'll probably go to jail, he'll probably be arrested, but he wants every, but they need to go into the Capitol the next day. Is then the next day directing people to the Capitol. And as far as we can find, this individual has not been charged with anything. You said this is one of the most sweeping investigations in history. Uh, have you seen that video or 
those frames from that video? So as I um, uh, said at the outset, uh, one of the norms of the Justice Department is to not comment on impending investigations and particularly not to comment about uh, particular scenes or particular individuals. This okay, without, I, I was hoping today to give you an opportunity to put to rest the concerns that people have that there were federal agents or assets of the federal government present on January 5th and January 6th. Can you tell us without talking about particular incidents or particular videos, how many agents or assets of the federal government were present on January 6th, whether they agitated to go into the Capitol and if any of them did? So I'm not going to violate this norm of, uh, of, of uh, the rule of law. I'm not going to comment on an investigation well, yeah, that's he, ongoing. He cares about it. There's no damn investigation. They ain't doing nothing. <laughs> they ain't do, Garland is, is, is trying to figure out how he can get his son-in-law, son-in-law's company more money through critical race theory. That's what, man, that, that's what Garland is trying to do. They're not investigating Ray Epps. They're not going to tell you that Ray Epps has been a longtime FBI informant. They're not going to tell you that he's been working with the feds, that he's an agent provocateur. They're not going to go into that. And if you notice the people that are smart, the people who kept saying, fed, 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 fed. They knew who he was. He's an agent yep. provocateur. Go ahead, see what you got pulled up here. No, just it just exactly what you said. It breaks down, you know, his background, his bio, the the fact. And, and one of our listed Hari mentioned in, in there as well. He's absolutely correct that. This individual who was once on the FBI's uh, the, the the list of the individuals that they were seeking out in regards to January 6th. But somehow, be somehow like they wiped the, the, the slate clean and Ray Epps name no longer appeared in terms of the most wanted list that they yep. were that they were searching after after the event. Now, why is it that that happens? Because v? he's why? sitting right next to them. He's sitting right <laughs> next to, you know, Christopher uh, Ray at the FBI uh, building. He's sitting right next to Ray. He's sitting right next to Peter Strzok. He's sitting right next to Lisa Page, and he probably has he's on he's on a he has a a speed dial. He has that guy uh a James Comey on speed dial. Of course, they're not looking for him. He's in there. He's a Fed. He's an FBI agent. That's who he does. This is what this sick bastard does. Unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's un- unbelievable. And and here he wants to uh, he wants to claim that he's not going to go into details in regards to any of the investigation that's yeah, that's yeah. happening right now. Of course, of course he's not going to, he's, you know, he's asked, you know, I hate these platitudes and this is what I'm saying. It's, it, it's about time. We get people in the Republican party that are absolutely vicious animals, absolutely vicious killers. We need killers in the Republican party. We need killers on our side. People are like, no, you're not going to say that you're a lying sack of crap. Literally call Garland. You're a lying sack of shit. And please don't strike that from the record. Make sure you 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 put that into the record. He, you're a lying sack of shit, Garland. You're not running an investigation. You're not doing any of that. You're covering for this guy because it helps your your narrative for your organization, the bureaucracy in, in which supports you. That's what you're doing. This. And on top of that, the critical race theory. Let's talk about a conflict of interest. Let's talk about the fact that your son and your daughter are profiteering. They're one of the main funding companies that are that are out there shilling this critical race theory. Let's talk about that, Garland. You want you have anything to say? You should resign. We should disbar you. We should have you impeached. We should have you removed. That's the kind of killers we need. I mean, I pre- appreciate what uh, what Massey's doing, holding up a, 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 an iPad and playing a video clip and whatnot. Hey, that's cool, man. 
But go for the jugular. Don't be polite with his asshole. We need killers. God dang it. Give me. Good, Siege. No, no, I, you're you're absolutely right Fuck. because you know this is. I mean, how many times have we witnessed Democratic appointed AGs who said, "You know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna get involved in politics." And everyone, everyone remembers Eric Holter, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, uh, and he yeah. did everything political, right? I mean, he was he was a henchman for Fast for Obama. and Furious oh, Holter. Yep. And it and it's scary to think that when we fast forward and we look at Garland, apparently, I I, I haven't fact checked this at all, but apparently, Obama was slotted to put Garland up for one of the Supreme Court justices. Jesus Christ! Can you imagine this slimy <laughs> son of a bitch? <laughs> This disgusting human refuse. This, this, oh, how do well, these, you need to ask you, how do these public servants are worth millions of dollars, folks? This needs to stop. Yeah. And, and Ted Cruz, you know, did uh, take him to task in regards to this whole uh, school board, school board memo in terms of, you know, some of the steps that were, you know, that, that were taken in regards to that, you know, did he, did he seek any type of, of uh you know oversight or third party before the letter was drafted and the memo was released in regards to it so we can play a couple minutes of of the exchange with ted cruz yeah, if you want to be okay thank you mr chairman for eight years under barack obama the department of justice was politicized and weaponized when you came before this committee in your confirmation hearing you promised things would be different I asked you specifically, quote, will you commit to this committee that under your leadership, the Department of Justice will not target the political opponents of this administration? Here was your answer, quote, absolutely. It's totally inappropriate for the department to target any individual because of their politics or their position in a campaign. That was your prom promise just a few months ago. I'm sorry to say you have broken that promise. There is a difference between law and politics. And General Garland, you know the difference between law and politics. Law is based on facts. It is impartial. It is not used as a tool of political retribution. This memo was not law. This memo was politics. On Wednesday, September 29th, the National School Board Association wrote a letter to the president asking the president to use the Department of Justice to target parents that were upset at critical race theory, that were upset at mask mandates in schools, to target them as domestic terrorists. On the face of the letter, the letter was in repeated consultation with the White House, in explicit political consultation with the White House. That was on Wednesday, September 29th, five days later. On Monday, so right after the weekend, boom, you pop out a memo giving them exactly what they want. Now, by the way, I understand that. In politics, that happens all the time. An important special interest wants something. Sir, yes, sir. We're going to listen to them. Let me ask you something, General Garland. In the letter, which you told the House of Representatives was the basis for this abusive memo targeting parents, how many incidents are cited in that memo? I have to look back through the memo. I okay, can't you, you don't know how many of them were violent. Again, the, the general report. How many of them were violent? Do you know? I don't know. You don't know. There's a reason you don't know. Because you didn't care, and nobody in your office cared to find out. 
I did a quick count just sitting here. During this hearing, I counted 20 incidents cited. Of the 20, 15 on their face are nonviolent. They involve things like insults. They involve a Nazi salute. That's one of the examples. My God, a parent did a Nazi salute at a school board because he thought the, the, the policies were oppressive. General Garland is doing a Nazi salute at an elected official. Is that protected by the First Amendment? Yes, it is. Okay, 15 of the 20 on the face of it are not violent. They're not threats of violence. They're parents who are unhappy. Yet, miraculously, when you write a memo, the opening line of your memo, in recent months, there has been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence. You know what? You didn't look, and nobody on your, on your staff looked. Did you even look up the 20 instances? As I testified, decision oh, busy, to make, sucking uh, dick. send the memo is for an assessment. <laughs> did you look up the 20 instances? I did not read. Did anyone on your staff look them up? I don't know the answer. No, I don't know because I have my underlings take care of it for me. And uh, my underlings are filled with, you know, purple and pink-haired beaver bumpers, as Gus would call them. Your underlings are far leftists. Or they're Yale graduates, and they graduated from Harvard. They graduated from Harvard, so it's okay. They follow the, they, they follow the ideals of Karl Marx, and they hate the Christian upbringing of this country. They hate our... Our Christian kid. roots. They hate everything that this country stands for. Hire a law clerk who did that. So we don't care. We, anything we can do to weaponize anything we can, we do it. This was not a tweet you sent. No, you can hit it right there. So hit the pause button. Yeah. You know what it is, man. I, I look at all this. It's wonderful. I, you know, I appreciate what Ted's doing. You know, Ted's a, a, a true blue, a true blue. Uh, I'm not talking about Democrat, but I'm like, I got to give Ted props. I mean, he was the on January 6th. That that guy was still standing, still speaking. Still, you know, swinging the for the fences, you know, swinging for the fences for Trump. So I give Ted props for that, you know, definitely. But at the end of the day, we just need more than just debate. And Ted's doing a lot of things here. Something needs to be done. And I think, uh, uh, shit, I hate saying this, but something needs to be done. And I think it's time that an organization is formed that works and moves asymmetrically to handle political problems. I will leave it at that. I will leave it at that. But I will tell you right now, I've been I've been consulting with some of the smartest minds I know, okay, from some of the best circles, guys who freaking are brilliant enough to, I mean, guys who actually run hedge funds to guys who, who formerly ran some serious operations and things of that sort in some serious organizations. And they're all sick of what's going on. And the fact of the matter is, you see, the thing with, with the Democrats, the Democrats, they have the, 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 the unions like ACORN and AFL-CIO and, and 1099-SEIU, and, and they got all the uh, city planners and, and committee people and uh, council members, and they all know how to play dirty. Democrats don't mind getting dirty. They don't mind getting into the mud and mudslinging. They don't mind. Why? Because they believe in a philosophy called the end that justifies the means. So they're willing to do anything for power. Our side rather lose graciously. Our side puts on the best debates. We win every argument, bro, but we lose the country. Do you, I mean, you realize this, man? We have won. The Republican side has won more presidential nominees and more presidential elections and more senatorial and congressional and gubernatorial elections in the last 60-some-odd years. Okay? We've won more, but we've lost the friggin' country because we'd rather lose graciously. We want to work with these Democrats. 
We got to come together on a bipartisan bill. No, destroy them. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about politically. I'm talking about going after them. Annihilate them. I'm tired of these, these Dudley Do-Rights. I'm tired of guys like Charlie Kirk wearing a suit. You look like an egghead, dude. You're in your 20s. What the hell are you doing? You look like a 50-year-old guy. Yeah, you're, you're, you're really, you know. I mean, come on. You just say, blah, 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 blah. It's the same talking point. I'm tired of all this nonsense. Trying to convince college. You know, you make fun of these damn leftists. You, you humiliate them. You destroy their political machine. You make it impossible for them to function. You, there's a million and one creative ways we can seriously disrupt these people. And I think that something has to be done. The Avengers have to be formed. The Untouchables have to be created. And they need to, we need to start operating against these people in an asymmetric fashion. Seriously. It's the only way it's going to start. I'm tired of these debate societies. This ain't the Glee Club. I'm not here for debate society. Stupid. No, you kill them. You destroy them. And I'm talking about not physically, okay, but politically. You kill their ideologies. You destroy their political movements. You hobble them. You make fun of them. You embarrass them. You make them uncomfortable as much as you can when they're in your areas. You let them know you're on, you're on notice. You laugh at their faces. Yeah, you stupid liberal. That's what needs to be done. Not just, well, I just think it's a, a bad idea because it's going to race down. Nobody knows what that shit means. As soon as these politicians start talking about millions and billions and trillions, people's eyes roll in the back of their head. They don't know what the hell you're talking about. Call it the bill for what it is. Yo, this is a money laundering scheme. It's a debt, ext- it's a wealth extraction scheme. Call it for what it is. Enough of this. Well, this is going to hike our deficits, and uh, you know it's going to put the country more in debt, and you know we're going to go into inflation. Nobody knows what inflation is, but they know what ten dollars a gallon for gasoline is. They know what it's like to pay eight dollars for milk. Stop using these stupid terms. That means nothing to nobody. Go after, dismantle, disrupt, embarrass, distract, keep them fighting and on their toes. And then you will, keep, you will see them collapse. They're, the left is very comfortable. They're very, you, you got to look at it this way. Why do you think the left sucks at comedy? <laughs> Why do you think they suck at making memes? Because they can't do it. You see, when you take them and you bring them into the realm of ridiculousness, you expose their ideas for the absolute retarded back-ended thing that it is, they fall apart. They freeze. They can't respond. Green New Deal? No, no, that's not a Green New Deal. That's one world government. That's, that's you not having a home or a job. Climate change. They'll be like, well, we don't, the, uh, I don't want to hear some, somebody from our side saying, well, you know, the thing from... Uh, about climate change is still, you know, hotly contested. And, you know, we need to, we're not, we're not exactly sure if it's really anthropogenic global warming or not. If the, if, if it's anthropologically, cl- stop fucking using words like that. You tell us straight up, look, man-made global warming is bullshit. 
It's bullshit. It's a lie. Oh, there's a consensus. There's a consensus. Fuck your consensus. There's not a single scientific field anywhere in the world that there's any sort of consensus on anything. But now all of a sudden, all the scientists in the world consensus. No, there isn't. You're lying. And the media that plays for you, your corporate media, is lying. Stop, stop calling it mainstream. They're not mainstream. This show is more mainstream American than any one of these corporate media outlets. They're corporate media. Call for what it is. The political culture on our side needs to change. I am done with losing graciously. I am done winning every debate and losing the damn country. I'm done with it. I'm over it. It's the, time to go after these fools, Siege. The, yeah, you you make a you made a great point and and tying it into into what what's happening in regards to this 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 deal, this budget deal, the the path forward, whatever the hell they're calling it nowadays. And and you know, right now, uh, moderates GOP leaders should be on the hill, literally screaming, screaming at the top of their lungs in regards to you know what is happening with these green energy policies. And if we don't pause and and reflect and take a look at like the Europe, European, the EU, what's happening there with their shortages, because they were very aggressive in terms of rolling out these green energy policies, the the the, the solar, the solar, the, the wind, all these shortcomings that have happened. And now they're dealing with this crisis. Right. So so those same and policies what they need are to do is this right. Like, like when you look at this whole fucking uh, stupid uh, windmills. You look at the and see a smart astute. See, this, I don't know, man. I don't know. I might have to run. I, I'm not sure, CG. Well, I, I might have to run. You know, when you look at a windmill, you don't go up to the American public and be like, "Well, this is only a 33% efficient." You tell them, "Listen, if you support windmills, you're a fucking moron." <laughs> no, sure. yo, somebody needs a hard hitting. I mean, y'all got a taste of what a hard hitting New Yorker does when he runs for politics. And that's with Trump. And I will tell you this. Okay, I've known that you know I've I grew up watching this guy pretty much, right? He learns from his mistakes. Maybe he won't roll over the second time. Maybe this time around he knows who to trust, who not to. But that's a separate issue. But here's the deal, right? You see these windmills. Come for it. It's bullshit. You're if you believe that you're a moron. And here's the reason why. You build one of those things, first of all, it costs a lot more energy to create one of these things then this thing, this stupid windmill can replace. That's number one. Number two, none of the materials that we need to in order to make this, we don't make in this country, so how does this benefit us? Number three, on a good, perfect day with the right amount of wind, it could only be 33% efficient. 33 to 35%. You cannot build a country, you cannot build infrastructure, you cannot build industry on windmills and solar panels. It's a stupid idea. And oh, by the way, it's a globalist idea because it's the same plan they gave africa to keep the africans poor now they want to run that game on you that's what you tell the american people they get that shit real quick now it's the climate no fuck you how about thorium nuclear reactors how about that oh uh, uh, but it's going to be no it's not let me explain to you why Thorium is not as radioactive. It's not. It, 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 the technology is much better now today and incredibly safe than it was 50, 60 years ago. Majority of our nuclear power plants that we have in this country are from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. They all need to be replaced. 
Enough of this windmill garbage. They are trying to impoverish you. They are trying to control you. Americans get that. They understand control. They understand freedom. They understand liberty. They understand the quality of life. They like the fact that when they come home, they flip a switch and the lights turn on. Windmills, how did that work out for Texas last winter? Well, they all froze to death. Windmills and solar panels, how's that working out for California where in the middle of the day you got to cut power because of brownouts? Don't let these politicians, and you got to ask yourself, who's funding these guys? Well, my, my, you know, my, my, my opponent's for wind energy. You know why? Because he's getting paid. He's getting paid by foreign conglomerates who are paying him to push solar panels on you. That's how you go. That's killer instinct. That's how you bite. That's how you get your, your, your fangs into their neck and you rip out their jugular and watch them bleed out. That's how you do it. Go ahead, Siege. No, it's, it's, it's hilarious, you know, because, you know, we all know that uh, Biden left, right? Go to the, 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 uh, the COP26 meeting, which is absolutely a joke, B. So they're going to meet Flop and talk about, all, <laughs> God, they're gonna talk about all these, like, energy policies, right? So here, here apparently is what Biden is going to, to renew on, that he's literally going to go to this meeting, and he says, quote-unquote, with bells on, as he's set to cut the U.S.'s net greenhouses emissions by 45% by 2030, which probably isn't even doable by 2060. No. More than more than double Barack Obama's target of 18%. Powerful talk, but doing anything. I mean, this is this is peak stupidity, and, and there's only so many ways that we can say that. But again, I mean, getting back to the point, you're right, V, that it becomes a money laundering scheme. They take a look at these things, and they're like, well, wait a minute, how can we profit from these ideas how can we loot the american taxpayers even more you know utilizing these these policies without realizing what's right in our face and you nailed it texas look at texas a perfect example in regards to what took place there listen i'm not saying that we shouldn't be doing some things to to monitor right there's there's absolutely some things we're doing but the whole idea of, of, a, of a carbon neutral or negative or you know it, it's just it's and again bullshit. our it's just, side fucks up we start talking nice. Well, we really don't feel that carbon dioxide, you know, it's a di No, you expose it. Listen, fuckers, here's the deal. Carbon dioxide is a life driver. Plants need it in order to breathe. And the more carbon dioxide you have, the better off you are. This whole greenhouse gas thing is bullshit. You call for what it is, but nobody does. That. Everybody wants to have they, they, they want they want to have a circle jerk session. They want to use big words so they can appear smart in front of their in front of their constituents. Ridiculous. Go ahead, Siege. Uh, no, I mean, again, just just getting back to the whole idea of of people not realizing this, and 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 maybe it is an intelligence factor of people not being able to figure out that all these things are going to do is just continue to loot, uh, you know, the middle class, and then you know, make us so freaking. I mean, it, you you can't point out the obvious, right? Like when Biden came into office, we were energy independent less than two years ago. V, right? Yeah. We were. We were energy independent. We had all these energy deals coming online. Man, I like and, paying two dollars a gallon for ninety three, brother. That was some good time in New no York, shit, no right? less. No, especially when you have a car that takes premium fuel and it's like four twenty six right now. It's like freaking freaking yeah, ridiculous. I, I got a nineteen gallon tank. I gotta pay only. Uh, I can only put premium in, and 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 uh, just by local mixed driver, I'm getting eighteen nineteen miles per gallon. I'm lucky to see twenty two on the highway or twenty three. So. That's because yeah, you're I, I like you cutting it everywhere you go. <laughs> I drive slow, man. You 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 think I'd be like ripping it, right? I'm like I'm 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 here, and I'm just like wow, people are really driving fast around here. I'm not. 
I think I, I think locally I average uh, thirty six miles. A gallon? No, no, thirty six miles uh, in uh, in driving speed. Oh, miles speed, per okay. hour. Just driving locally. It's my average speed around town. It's like thirty something miles. I really don't drive fast unless I'm on a track. But that's another thing. But go ahead. No, I mean again, just you know, getting back to it, and that this is something that that right now they should be screaming at the top of, and just basic, you know, yes, explanation of of why this is happening. What's going on? Not not trying to make these middle of the road deals of what's happening right now in in Washington D.C. Now, listen, you know the the Democrats they have their own problems, right? Like literally, this deal is going to be scratched at this point because you know the the progressives are like, listen, like you're you're going for half the amount of debt that we wanted. <laughs> you're giving us absolutely nothing, and it doesn't include any any tax hikes. It doesn't even include any type of things that we asked for. So I'm I'm happy to see them go for each other's jugular through this. Uh, but I think it's going to be instrumental to see uh, what happens with the election outcome. Is it Tuesday in Virginia that the governor's race that, that yeah. takes place on Tuesday? And and I think uh, was it Gus or you that sent out the the recent polling is like eight points up uh, on that, which is a significant increase versus where they were just a few weeks ago. V. Yep, exactly, exactly, man. It's uh, it, it's exactly where it is. Yeah, and then just uh, we got to get ready for Harley, uh, you know, coming up next, but. Uh, also this didn't catch a lot of news, but I think it's, it's worthwhile where there was a lot of speculations in regards to us troops actually being on the ground in, in Taiwan mm-hmm. being, it now appears that we do have, uh, one of the leaders of the Taiwan government basically acknowledging and saying, yes, that in fact, uh, us troops are present on the Island and are helping with training. Um, this is, this is, this is pretty significant, um, in terms of what Beijing may do, or not do in regards to handling this fee. Uh, it, it, it's <laughs> this is a clown show at this point. You have a criminal Western CIA-linked government in power in Taiwan, and they are claiming, "Oh, it's for the people." Okay, it's for the people. If you are threatening your largest trade partner, whom you trade sixty percent of your trade with is with this country, and you're threatening that country, and there are hundreds of thousands of businesses in your nation that is dependent upon that trade of said country, and you're threatening it, and you're calling in other countries to come and meddle and interfere, are you a political party that's really for the people? Because if you're really for the people, you wouldn't be doing that. You wouldn't be trying to foment World War III. And then it's not going to end. It's not going to go in World War III because the U.S. has no means to fight. It's just a again more chaos by the Empire of Chaos. But then you're going to invite troops in, and what the hell are the American troops going to do? They're going to show you how they lost in Afghanistan. Is that what they're going to demonstrate? Are they going to demonstrate? Are they going to teach the Taiwanese how to lose? Because that's what this country's been doing since World War II is losing. There's going to be so much losing. You're going to love it. So much losing siege. Is that what they're going to do? Are they yeah. going to show them how to how to turn tail and run like the U.S. contractors and quote-unquote advisors, euphemisms for Green Beret and Special Operations Forces in South Ossetia in Georgia during the 8-8-2008 conflict where the Russians came in and creamed them and they literally t- turned tail and ran? Are they going to teach them how to do that? Possibly. It's a joke. These people are sick. Nope, absolutely. Comple- completely agree. 
Yeah, I mean it's 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 time, and and I think a lot of people are are figuring out this because uh, we continue to navigate through the tyranny that's there. That you know people are finally across the United States finding their balls and you know resisting this level of tyranny, and and we have to. We have we have no choice at this point. And you know I completely agree with your assessment that look, you know there's no more talking nice. There's no more trying reasoning, trying to understand. Not when they're pushing forth their agenda at this pace. Um, you know, and just pushing the ideologies that they have. And, and there, there's, we cannot allow the minority who either feel like they've been disconnected, that it's, it's, it's white privilege. It's held them back from, you know, reaching their full potential or the fact that we don't have enough genders or, or I, the proper pronoun, all this crazy shit that they just want to continuously 24 seven, just force, down us feet. It, it, it's time we say stop. Listen, we're not we're not fucking doing that. We're not going to stop. We're not going to listen to what you're doing. We're not going to incorporate these things into our schools. It's done. It's done nothing but just be, create more of a divided society, almost at the level like like Putin said in, in his speech, was which was wonderful, was that all these things of the the cancel cultures really just created a whole era of, of reverse discrimination and reverse racism in, in our country V that's what it's led to. I, I get, I get stories every day hearing about people and talking about their companies and, and the fact that, that, that they're they they lost their job. And the person that was brought in is a, is a minority and as a, and as a female and they're having to teach them how to do their job because they're, they don't have the experience to do it. And it's almost basically like a requirement to get a promotion now is that you're you're a minority and all the you know all the things that they want to incorporate into their diversity programs the level of stupidity is just it's it's just it just just crazy and there was one article that i think is a good is a good pushback and this was the fact that there was a marketing executive who was fired b for being white wins a 10 million dollar lawsuit yep. against his company for basically reverse discrimination and this is brought to us by uh, Summit News. I believe this is, uh, yeah, Paul Joseph Watson's site. Um, but yeah, this is what took place. So a marketing executive who was fired for being a white male and replaced by two women, one of whom was black as part of the diversity goal, has been awarded a $10 million discrimination payout. David Duval sued Novent Health in North Carolina after working there for five years as a senior vice president of marketing and communication and receiving plaudits for his contribution. However, Duval was terminated shortly before reaching an anniversary they would have secured him a higher pay severance pay than what he was given. So, so these are, these are the things that, that are, that are happening and, and taking place. And it, it's pretty sad when a foreign leader like Putin understands our challenges here in the United States better than we do V like he, he totally gets it. He totally picked He's apart. An educated man who's brilliant and smart, has a scientific mind and is an incredible statesman, a statistician and somebody who was a KGB colonel. The guy knows his stuff versus lawyers. We have nothing but lawyers in Washington, D.C. 99% of our, our politicians are all lawyers. They're all lawyers, CJ. Their entire life's work is to figure out how to lie, cheat, and steal and find loopholes. They're lawyers. That's what lawyers do. Lawyers pass a law. If you're a lawyer, you cannot hold public office, period. Shouldn't be allowed to. But that's another discussion for another day. Yep, yep. Anyway, folks, we're at the end of the show. Uh, sit tight. Harley's up next. And with that being said, CJ, take it away.